this is a hard topic. Yeah, this is not like a funny usual one, but we got to do it. We do the good, the bad, and the ugly. And today's like the deep ugly. Content warning for this whole episode. Yes. These are bad people. Yes. Bad people. If you don't like bad people, see you next week. (laughs) I mean, if you don't want to hear about bad people, see you next week. I have my own like content warning. I don't know if you guys have like individual so people can... I just kind of figured if you see an episode that's about bad people, yeah, just, just be like, you're hey, clear. These ladies you're, are not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I hopped, skipped, and I jumped a lot for these topics because I was just getting anxious myself. And that's not to say like we shouldn't be talking about it. I just didn't want to personally be reading a story and just start bawling. Yeah. I'm or already just, like, so sad every day, but anxious. it's fine. Yeah. Like, I totally <laughs> made mine into a meme, or like I made mine about you. a meme. Good for like you. a personal meme of mine. This is absolutely just a meme of my own Good culture, my own life. So this should be fine. So we'll end on a lighthearted note somehow. Yeah, exactly. Except a heavy meme. A heavy. <laughs> it's a heavy. We'll meme. end on a heavy meme. Also, thank you so much because I do now have an intro question for Haley. This modern world of science and invention is of particular interest to women. Hello and welcome to Lady History, the good, the bad, and the ugly ladies you missed in history class. We are focusing on the bad and the ugly today. So Lexi, what's your most toxic trait? I can't keep my mouth shut. (laughs) That's why we have a podcast. And Haley, what's your worst habit? Pick a letter and I'll give you one. You pick, like you pick a category, I guess, because I can't. I don't want to steal Lexi's, but when I'm really nervous, I babble. And I'm Alana, and women can be anything, including monsters. A Haley warning. I am babysitting my cat. He's grooming himself right now. But he meows. He's a very vocal kitty and loves my microphone because it has like the red dot saying that it's on. But to him, it's his time to shine and sing the song of his people. So he lives with a bunch of ladies, and he hates mean ladies too. He's honestly like my support animal and I vent to him a lot and he'll meow right back so like he's having a combo with us he jumped on my chair (laughs) (laughs) yeah we hate monsters right So we're talking about bad ladies and I kind of didn't know where to go with this because I was like, you know, sometimes bad is a subjective thing. And sometimes some people think someone's bad and other people don't think that person's bad. So I picked a person that I thought we could all as Americans kind of agree is bad, but there might be some holdouts in the South who think she's pretty chill. So I don't think those people listen to this show, but if for some reason... (laughs) You're one of the holdouts in the South who still likes this person, like, leave. Or, like, stay and get educated. That's true. Never mind. Don't leave. Please let me change your opinions about things through education. Thank you. 
Anyway, that's a long rant to say. I'm talking about a lady of the Civil War times. So content warning, Civil War times and all things associated with Civil War times. So today I will be talking about Mary Surratt. I believe I'm saying her name right. That's how other people pronounce it, but it still feels wrong. So feel free to correct me. You know, send us an audio message with how you'd say her name. Mary was born in Maryland and obtained her education at a Catholic girls' school, despite the fact that neither of her parents were Catholic. She married her husband, John Surratt, when she was a teenager, and he was at least a decade her senior. We love old-timey marriage. The couple opened a tavern on their property in Maryland outside of Washington, D.C., and Mary and her husband had three children, Isaac, Anna, and John Jr. I thought the firstborn usually gets the father's name. I don't know if that was in order. That's just the three names of the children. I have no idea if that was birth order. So he might be the oldest or maybe they changed their mind. I know very little about (laughs) Gentile naming practices, but I do know that usually the firstborn son gets the father's name. So there was a John Jr. where he was born in the order. I don't know. Maybe Isaac is the older one. And they're like, Isaac's kind of like not chill. So we don't like him as much. We'll save this for another, another son. Anyway, John Sr. died in 1862. And after his death, John Jr. began to help his mother operate the business that they owned together. And the tavern became a safe house and hiding space for Confederate soldiers and spies. In 1864, Mary decided she wanted out of the tavern business, but not out of the Confederate sympathizing business. So she rented the property to another operator who continued to operate it. She then moved her family to downtown Washington, D.C., There, she opened a boarding house. John Jr. was a big fan of the South, and lots of his friends who came to the boarding house were Southerners, Confederate soldiers, or Southern sympathizers. It was at the boarding house that the Surratt family met. Anyone want to take a guess? The Washingtons? No. No. Do you, know how many, do you know how many numbers I just switched in my brain to get that? <laughs> the calculations you had to do. No, no, no. What are their names? It's not Lee Harvey Oswald. That's JFK. It's the other one. Get other your one. presidential assassinations straight. Guys, the dyslexia just jumped out and said hello. <laughs> you moved a whole century in your brain. Oh, um, no. The met, Wilkes Booths. Is, they, they were brothers. They met John Wilkes Booth. Okay. okay. Charlie, I know I'm embarrassed too. <laughs> oh, I said this episode wasn't going to be funny, but you guys make it funny. John Surratt Jr. and John Wilkes Booth, they hatched up a plan together to kidnap the president, which normally would sound like a crazy idea, you know, like a, I'm going to steal the constitution type idea, but they were very serious and very capable. That, that was the plot of National Treasure too, though, is that he kidnapped the president. Yes. Yes. But I argue that it's not kidnapping and my in a presentation I have, that actually might be Is my, that Patreon um, content? That's yeah, your oh my God. That's Patreon content for when we talk about National Treasure. Everybody, subscribe to the Patreon for our upcoming movie commentary. We've done Jojo Rabbit. We're going to do National Treasure. I have a whole Hannah's going to give a presentation on, on why yep. it's not kidnapping. Yep. Um, also, that's like major spoilers. Everyone knows the Constitution meme, but I guess if you haven't seen it. It's also movie. not the Constitution. It's Declaration of Independence. Oh, right. The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Get your shit together, Lexi. Yeah, get my shit together. You know, in The Master of Disguise, they they stole a spaceship by disguising themselves as Britney Spears. So just saying. Why don't we watch that movie? 
Yeah, we should. Someone put it on the list. <laughs> There's actually a lot of like history stuff they can get pulled out of that because of the disguises. Anyway, I'm getting really distracted. So they had this plan. They're, they're planning to kidnap the president because they like the South and the president does not like the South. Yeah. But if you're not from America, you might not know this. During the Civil War, it was a North-South thing. So just for any listeners who don't know American history. The American the, South. The American South and the American Which is still North, pre-North compared to the rest of the Americas. It's all in the Northern Hemisphere. So anyway, they, they didn't like each other. The president was up in the top. And these guys were sympathizing with the bottom. And they were fighting. And they didn't like it. So the war ended with... A union victory, which means the North won and slavery will go bye-bye. Lexi, you're the one talking about spoilers. You just gave a massive history spoiler. Listen, if you didn't know that the North won the Civil War, now you know. Lexi, Lexi, a few months ago, there were some people in the city where I live who seemed to not know that. So... I think you just need to like watch your watch. We said this episode wasn't going to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the war ended. Northern victory. Booth pissed his shit. He decided, fuck kidnapping that guy. He's going to assassinate Lincoln. Booth died while he was being pursued by law enforcement after killing Abraham Lincoln. And that's another story. So if you want to learn about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, I'll put like a YouTube like, short history thing in our further learning it'll be on our playlist on our youtube channel but basically what you need to know is booth was killed in the pursuit but then mary surrett was arrested along with the other co-conspirators who were the people who were hatching the plan in the boarding house that she ran her trial it took place in may 1865 she claimed she was innocent and had no idea what her son and his friends were plotting in their boarding house. However, eyewitnesses testified and provided evidence that proved Mary was not as innocent as she claimed. One witness claimed Mary had asked him to prepare a weapon for Booth, which is pretty damning evidence if that's true. And the conspirators were all found guilty and Mary was sentenced to be hanged along with several other conspirators. The military commission which played the role of jury in the case, suggested that President Johnson reduced Mary's sentence to life in prison because she was a woman. So historians are unsure if he even ever heard the request, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Mary and three of her co-conspirators were hanged 48 hours later, and her son, John Jr., lived on the run, hiding from law enforcement, until 1867, when he was caught and put on trial in a civil court. His trial resulted in a hung jury. (laughs) Historians still debate Mary's role in the plot to kill Lincoln. Some believe she only knew about the kidnapping. She did not know about the assassination switch. She had no idea that Booth had changed his mind. Others believe she was fully aware and totally on board for assassination. Either way, Mary was definitely a pro-Southern, pro-Confederate gal, which makes her someone who harms society, in my book. My hot take is that the people who wanted to own people are bad people. I think that might be pretty spicy. And the people who didn't themselves own people, but thought it was chill that other people own people. Also bad people. Bad people. I'm sorry if that's too spicy. Alana, it's only been 150 years. Like it's not long enough. Wait, am I wrong? 160 years. I don't know. It's it's not been long enough. That's too hot of a take. Hold on. Slow your roll. I'll be patient. I'll come back with that in a bit. 
like Lexi, I just picked a theme that you can't really argue. These women were bad women. So I'm going to talk about women slave owners. And trigger warning, the story talks about slavery and racism. Shout outs uh, all around to the scholarly superhero, Dr. Stephanie E. Jones Rogers, whose research on gender and American slavery has been very influential for my research, especially her book, They Were Her Property, White Women as Slave Owners in the American South, which draws upon formerly enslaved people's testimonies and it sheds light on the understanding of white women and slavery. And cut to me doing a whole episode on her in the future because she's a really, really cool professor at Berkeley. And I already ordered this book. You can too, it's in our show notes. Opening this ugly history book, as the History Network article by Becky Little put it, the binary between men and women, parentheses, cut to previous episode where we talked about history terminology not being inclusive, and parentheses, women are massively overlooked when they were active and violent participants. Quote, this percentage is about 40% of white women in the equation of people having ownership of other people. And a lot of this dynamic is tied to marriage, which I'll get in, but Dr. Jones Rogers' words puts it really well that for uh, parents, typically they gave their daughters more enslaved people than land. And what this means is that their very identities as white Southern women are tied to the actual or the possible ownership of other women. Enslaved people were often the white people's primary source of wealth. And I can't remember if we briefly talked about this in one of our ancient ladies episodes, but topics of dowry or kind of gifting during a marriage and a marriage union, especially when it's arranged. So this was part of that quote marriage gift and it's horrible, problematic, and very nasty. A prime example of this is the Washingtons. Our first presidents and namesake for the university that Lexi Alana and I went to and met at And if you're shocked that the former president, George Washington, owned enslaved people, peep our YouTube and find a lot of episodes of different other people's content about this. It's not that shocking when you really look at a good history book. So we have George and now we have Martha, who were at the time like one of the richest women in Virginia. Thus, their marriage created an increase of enslaved people from 18 to 84 between the two of them at the Mount Vernon property that they have. Uh, So you might be thinking, Haley and Lady History crew, misogyny and sexism. And we would say, yes, misogyny and sexism, it's still there. But that does not negate that these women were not helpless and weren't active participants in harming the society with enslaved people and the role they played economically and just socially. To quote from Dr. Jones Rogers' website, because I think whomever wrote it hit the nail on the head with quote, not only did white women often refuse to cede ownership of their slaves to their husbands, they employed management techniques that were as effective and brutal as those used by slave owning men. White women actively participated in the slave market, profited from it and used it for economic and social empowerment. And from an author's panel at UC Berkeley, of course, linked in the show notes, the typical white woman had a legal title to an average of five to 10 enslaved people, but more often it was less than five. 
And remember when I noted that marriage was a common way to give enslaved people as gifts, but it was also very common for gifts of enslaved people to be given as infancy. So that's also very just fucked up. I, I'm going to say it, it's fucked up. All of this is really just messed up and horrible. But to think that a baby who doesn't have political views yet can't even talk, but is owning a person, there's like no hope for that baby growing and saying like, this is messed up. That's all they know, at least in my opinion of growing up as a human being myself. It wasn't until later where I was forming my own opinion. And again, enslaved people were just a sign of wealth, the bride's side, but also just as a family in, in its entirety, because the baby was also under the will of its father. So the father, while the baby had the enslaved person's title, it was again under the father and the mother. Uh, I have a lot of back and forth on how to end this Black Lives Matter. We've said it on this podcast before, but I just want to say it again. Uh, listen to Black voices like Dr. Jones Rogers and their research within the fields of history and so on. But Google, libraries, bookstores, etc., are your best friends and the weight of education should not just be on Black voices. And that's, that's the story. Hi, Charlie. You You ready to talk about Maggie Thatcher? She kind of sucks. He says yes. All right. So my lady for today actually does have just a slight bit more of nuance in that there are people who are not like super on the fringes of society who still think my lady was kind of a good person. Hollywood made a whole movie about her that starred Meryl Streep. My lady for today is Margaret Thatcher. And I chose to talk about Margaret Thatcher for this theme. I was inspired by Plumbella on YouTube who lives in Northern England and hates Thatcher and the Tories. And I watched so much Plumbella that I cannot imagine the word Tory as anything but derogatory, even though like I know it's a specifically British thing. But anytime I think of like a rich asshole, I'm like Tory. Elon Musk is not British, but in my head, Tory. Jeff Bezos, not British, Tory, but kind of a Tory. But you you know what I mean? Anyway, that's my meme. So Maggie here is on even thinner ice than she was. Uh, And by the end of my research, the ice was totally broken and Maggie was in the freezing water, freezing to death. That's how freezing it was. Ding dong, the bitch is dead, but we'll get to that. Margaret Hilda Thatcher, May Roberts, was born in Grantham, England on October 13th, 1925, or 13 October if you're nasty. Uh, Either way, she was Libra. Her father was the mayor of Grantham, so she was kind of destined for politics. She studied chemistry at Oxford and married Dennis Thatcher in 1951 and then had twins a couple years later. The British political structure confuses me so much, so I literally cannot explain the different levels of her various political roles, but she was elected as member of parliament in 1959 and held a bunch of junior positions before becoming education secretary in 1970 And then in 1979, she became prime minister, which is a position that she would hold until 1990. And then she went back to being a member of parliament, became a baroness somehow at some point. The system is so dumb and I don't get it. My primary article for my research was an Al Jazeera article called Margaret Thatcher, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So obviously I had to use it as a resource since like that's our tagline. So obviously like if you want to read further, 
that's in the show notes as usual. Basically, Margaret Thatcher implemented a lot of really harmful policies. And I am too pretty for economics. So here's basically what her bad policies caused. I don't know how, but this is what happened. As Secretary of Education, she stopped a free milk program for kids over seven, and it gets worse. So as Prime Minister, she was super racist. Uh, In the Al Jazeera article, there's some more information about all the names she called, like the people fighting apartheid and just like stuff that I don't even, I don't even feel really comfortable repeating. So I won't. She pretty much destroyed the steel industry in Northern England, which left a bunch of people unemployed and referred to striking miners as, quote, the enemy within, like her own people as the enemy. And that's just so 2016 American politics that I can't even get into it. And she just, she cut all kinds of social services that are still struggling and people are still reeling from these policies today. Like unemployment in Northern England, especially in former mining villages is still super high. And so people up there hate Margaret Thatcher. I am focusing this, I realize mostly on England. I do know that Margaret Thatcher was prime minister of all of Britain, not just England. And England is not Britain and Britain is not just England, but don't yell at me. Her nickname, the Iron Lady, came from Soviet newspapers because she was very anti-communism. Also, part of the reason I felt like we had to cover her on Lady History is her nickname is the Iron Lady. People, like, praise her for breaking the glass ceiling in English politics, but I don't think so. I think she used some, like, thieves' tools and cut a little hole for herself and crawled through the hole and then put it right back in because she appointed no other women. It is the only prime minister to have not been a man. Lexi is cracking up and I can't even focus I'm on crying. the rest of my The notes. analogy of her cutting, like, I just pictured, like, in a super heist movie where they, like, put the, like, sticky thing on the glass and then they cut around it so that they don't, like, get detected by the security cameras. That's her. I just, okay, I'm you know crying. what I was picturing? I was picturing Puss in Boots from Shrek the Third. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he does the thing with his little claw. I don't like and he this his... because I used to have a crush on Puss in Boots. I think you've said that on the podcast yeah. before. <laughs> He's one of my first crushes. But that's kind of what I was imagining. I was imagining her little Puss in Boots cut in a hole, the glass ceiling. She probably and then... has claws. I mean, I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it. <laughs> <laughs> and then just putting it back because she didn't appoint any other women. And there have been no other women to serve that high ever. I was talking to someone about Margaret Thatcher. We were doing a like ladies, cool ladies of history kind of puzzle. And I was like, if Margaret Thatcher is on here, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. And this person I was doing it with was like, it must be hard to be Margaret Thatcher because no one talks about all the shit that like Winston Churchill did. And I was like, Winston Churchill was involved in a global war. That was a propaganda machine on all sides. For more about propaganda in World War II, sign up for the Patreon and listen to our episode about Jojo Rabbit. And there was nothing to, like, cover for Maggie the way a global war, a world war, you might even want to call it, would. Even though she did go to war with Argentina over the Falkland Islands. I just don't understand Great Britain. I really don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. The more I read about this, the more I have, like, Irish sentiments about England. I remember being in Ireland on the 4th of July and being like, you know, the main message of the 4th of, of like Independence Day, American Independence Day is like, hey, Britain, get fucked. And I think Ireland can get behind that. 
I think that's a good sentiment for both the Irish and Americans. So I do think that there were a lot of harmful policies. I do think people were hard on her for being a woman and further learning there's like a comic of her as a little girl, dressed as a little girl with little dress, hiding all of the English things, taking them for herself. Again, like English politics, I, I don't understand. I barely understand American politics, but I don't think a man would have been caricatured in the same way. But I do think she still did a lot of things. And both of those things can be true. People can be harder on her because she is a woman and she can be a bad person. It happens. It works like that. When she died, there were celebrations throughout England. There was a campaign to get Ding Dong the Witch is Dead from the Wizard of Oz trending, like back on charts in celebration. The Al Jazeera article was like, because of Margaret Thatcher's poor health, her death was widely anticipated. And I was like, you know what else would make her death widely anticipated? The fact that she is a human and humans die. I don't think the sickness had anything to do with the fact that she was going to die at some point. She died of a stroke in 2013 and one former minor uh, in Northern England was interviewed and it was his birthday just a couple days before. And he was like, I outlived Thatcher, fuck yeah. She was not popular and she did a lot of bad things and is not like the super cool feminist everyone thinks she is. Or I guess that like people who write feminist books, like the big book of bad girls, girls being bad or whatever. Please don't put her in your badass rejected princesses books. <laughs> She's in the one that Lexi and I have. It's really frustrating. Although princesses can be bad too. Princesses can be bad too, but it's in just fact, like I bet a lot of princesses could make this bad. list. No, I think the one that we have, it's called like 100 Badass Women Throughout History or something. I was also reading an article, or I read the headline of an article in my research, but The Guardian would not let me continue to read the article because I do not pay for a Guardian subscription. It was a, like an opinion piece written by a woman that was like, don't call women badass. It, like, it makes me cringe because like it romanticizes her, especially people like Margaret Thatcher, when like she did bad things. People are complicated. They're just like misusing the word badass yeah you're bad and you do have like a butt. girl boss it's like Margaret you are Thatcher. a girl in charge of something but just because you're a girl in charge of something doesn't make doesn't you a good person girl boss. yeah girl bosses can be anything girl bosses girl can be bad it's like the um cruella deville movie or whatever are like making it seem like people didn't like cruella deville because she's a woman but like people didn't like cruella deville because she wanted to make a coat out of puppies that's like bad. This is like, did you see there's a new thing where like on Google, you can see if a business is owned by women. And like, mm-hmm. I love that because I love supporting women, but just because a business is owned by a woman doesn't mean it's an ethical business. I agree. Because anyone can be a bad human. Anyone can be a bad human. People are complicated. You can find this podcast on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Lady History Pod. Our show notes, a transcript of this episode, and our merch will be on ladyhistorypod.com. If you like the show, leave us a review or follow us on Patreon. And if you don't like the show, keep it to yourself. Our logo is by Alexia Ibarra. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Lexi B. Draws. Our theme music is by me, GarageBand, and Amelia Earhart. Lexi is doing the editing. You will not see us, and we will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Lady History. week on Lady History, it's our Mother's Day episode. And while we're not mothers, I still call myself Mother Goose for Alana. And we have some stories for you.
so stay tuned.